Hello and welcome to Mentors Coaching FM, the show that helps you tame the business beast and build a marketing machine so that you can focus on helping your clients get the transformation you promise. I'm Gail Seymour, founder of Mentors Coaching, the results-oriented growth platform where learning providers of all stripes can create and deliver courses and programs that handle scheduling, payments and delivery all in one place with no monthly fee. Just a simple, low commission structure that means if you don't earn, you don't pay. And today I have with me a very special guest. We have Pete Moore, who is a long-time entrepreneur, uh, also runs a podcast, and has a five P's formula for success, which are dun, 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 I can't find it. I've lost it. I literally lined it up so it was there. Go on. Tell me your five P's, Pete. Uh, they are the promise, the product process, people, and profit. So those are the five P's that really help you turn from your frustrations as an entrepreneur into some of the freedoms that you're looking for and some of the reasons why you got into business in the first place. Excellent. You have an absolutely wonderful radio voice, I have to say. (laughs) Well, thank you kindly. (laughs) And so today... We're going to very shortly, we're going to take a very deep dive into the first of those five P's and talk all about profits. But before we do that, Pete, what I'd really like you to do is take five minutes or so to just to introduce yourself in your own words to our audience. Tell us who you are, what you do, and more importantly, how you got to where you are. Well, um, I, I, I'll probably take less than that because, you know, um, it's a it's a long story, <laughs> but I'm a, first and foremost I'm a family man. I've got three great boys and and been married for 27 years, and my business allows me to enjoy that, and that's a that's a big thing for me. So that's why I coach. I coach because I find that business owners tend to you know, they get into their business and they're all in, and then they don't, they lose some of the reasons why they got into business in the first place. So, you know, I've been at it since 1994 as a business owner. I've usually ran more than one business at a time. Uh, I've had the right process, the right people, you know, all the things, the five P's that we set up and we can chat a little bit about that, but having the ultimate clarity of what you want out of your life is the most important thing that, so that you can set up your business to deliver that. And so that's what I've spent a lot of time setting up with simplifying entrepreneurship. And that's what I talk to most of the time with my clients and helping them through a lot of that sort of stuff and gaining clarity. Cause it's my belief, Gail, that clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. And when you have momentum in your business, there's a lot of creativity. There's a lot of interesting things happening and, and it's up to you as the business owner to sort of work through that stuff. So who do you talk to? You know, who, if you're a solo entrepreneur, which I know a lot of your business owners or business people that are listening here today are, who do you, who do you actually talk to? Because typically, you know, your partner at home probably is tired of hearing of it and your friends may not even understand what the heck you're talking about unless they're doing kind of the same sort of thing as you are. 
And if you do have a couple of people on your team, your team members maybe aren't exactly open with you as much as you maybe have an open door policy. So from that perspective, it's like, I have an open door policy at work and everybody kind of, a lot of people do anyway, and you want them to come, but they don't always come because you're still paying them. And they feel that, you know, if they tell you what they really think that might infect, you know, inflict some sort of problems along the way. So from that perspective, all my life, I have been a sounding board for a lot of my business friends. And uh, they're like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And so several years ago, I started simplifying entrepreneurship and I started uh, actually coaching people formally as opposed to informally and working through their trials and tribulations as business owners and helping deliver back to them their better life. Because it's my opinion, Gail, that everybody buys a better life. And, you know, when we first get into business, we're thinking about all those things. What? Why do I want to work for myself? And you're thinking about the better life. It's like, hmm, in your case, you live in Greece. You have a beautiful view of the ocean. It's like, I can do that because I'm in my own business, right? And that was your ideas of what you wanted, right? And I'm putting that in your, in your uh, <laughs> you know, uh, language right now because we talked about it before we hopped on. But you know, it doesn't matter really what your your ideals were when you first started. They're uniquely yours. And that's the thing. As a business owner, you can start setting your business up to deliver what it is you want out of your business. And if you haven't done that, and, and you're finding yourself, you know, one year, three years, 10 years down the road, and you're just kind of mired down in the frustrations, and you haven't kind of gone back to revisit why you became a business owner in the first place and aren't enjoying some of those benefits, then there's some work to do. And so that's along the way, I've owned lots of different businesses. I've bought and sold businesses, helped people buy and sell businesses as a business broker, done a lot of different things. I've been in trade, been in retail, but that's why I do what I do today is because I want to help business owners live a better life. Excellent. And I really, I, I can't agree with you more in the sense that, you know, the first question any of my clients will tell you when they come to me and they whatever question they ask for me the first question they always 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 get back is what are you trying to achieve and so that clarity it's so easy to overlook so many people jump two and three steps ahead and into the doing of things without ever laying those foundations of first of all what it is that they want themselves and then who they need to get in front of for that to happen and then not what those so I kind of break it down into into those three steps which kind of leads us into the main discussion for today that you know we, we really want to talk about this whole getting your promise the first first of your five p's and so what how do you explain what the requirements are to have this promise to somebody who's done that whole jumping ahead thing? How do you rein them back and get them to focus on those basics? Well, there's a few different ways of looking at a promise. So in, in my usual 5P structure, we talk about the promise to your clients. Okay. Um, but based on what we just talked about, you need to have the promise to yourself too. <laughs> and that's interesting too. And I've created a whole um, 
planning system. It's it's a it's a, a planner basically, and it helps you if you're feeling like after we just had this little chat, Gail. I know we, this wasn't sort of part of it, but it's crucial because you need to be clear on what you want out of your business in order to create the promise for your business, for your business, right? So what you want out of your life in order to create the promise for your business. So to be clear on that planner system, it's free. And you can just go to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com forward slash planner, and you can download the planner. I've got a little video there, but that gets you clear on what you want out of your life and how to, you know, set it up to get, to give it back to you. And then we get into this, which is the promise of your business. So we can look at this as the overarching promise of your business, or maybe for you listening today, you're thinking of adding on something to your business, like a new sort of wing of your business. You can look at it for that too, because you can break the promises down into certain areas of your business too. But here's the overarching thing around promise. There are three steps to a promise. One is, what problem is your client suffering? That's where it starts. Understanding who, you know, who your client is and going through all that sort of stuff, which I'm sure you've chatted about and all that kind of thing in the past on your, on your um, podcast here. But understanding your ideal client and really getting into their heads as what they want, not only from you, but in life in total is the full understanding. And then your little piece of that is delivering that. So what's the problem that you can solve for your client? And then the next step is, what are your unique structures to help them through that problem that are different than anyone else's? So that the third part, they can live a better life. I'm going back to it again because it's the same structure. Everybody buys a better life. If you can't show them the transition from, you know, on, on this cliff to this cliff with the big valley in, in between, I need to get over there to my better life and I've got some work to do. And here's the steps. And that's the, you know, for if anybody's watching that sort of you've got the cliff on the, on the left and the cliff on the right and your valley in the middle. So what are the steps in between in order that they can get to that next cliff? And from that side of things, those are the five P's that we talk about. And the first one is truly understanding your promise. And that promise really is the heart and soul of your business. One of the other lines I used already today was clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. So if you have clarity in your promise, not only for you and for any of your outsource partners that you work with and you're, you know, you, if you're a solopreneur, you might have an outsource bookkeeper, an outsized marketing team or any of those kind of things. You know, you've got basically all of these things, but they need to know your promise. So when we lay out the people portion, which is the fourth P, there's three different types of people that need to know your promise. One is your ideal customer, right? Two is any of the other people that help deliver your promise, whether you have a team or whether you outsource some of them or whatever the case is. And three is uh, you've got your, your own team, right? If you do have a team. So you've got your ideal client, your team, and all of those outsource partners that help deliver your promise. They all need to know what the promise is, what problem they're solving or helping you solve, What's your unique structure in order to get there? And what does their life look like after they've used it? And that's one of the things that a lot of people stop on. They don't, they don't outline that. They don't use it in their marketing. They say, okay, I know you got a problem. 
you know, let's say we have a marketing agency. Your problem is you don't have enough marketing, you know, skills and you can't get it done. And so how do we do that? How do we set that up? Well, we'll take over the stuff. We'll do all your things for you, whatever the case, whatever your unique process is. But then they, they stop there thinking that everybody sort of already understands what the better life is. Well, not everybody does. And so you need to use that in showing them what does the better life look like? If we take care of your marketing, here's what the better life looks like. You have time to get more clients and you have time to work, you know, in more on your, what, what I call your love it zone, you know, and so that you're not invading your time because everybody only has 24 hours in a day, right? So in everybody's promise, you want to show them how they can get some of their time back. Right. Everybody wants more time. We're all out of time. And so there's only so much there. There's 24 hours in a day. You can't buy more and you can't use less. So if you're always feeling like you're out of time, what can you start to parse off? And that's another sort of thing that I do. It's called love it or leave it. And I've got a whole program around that. But from that perspective, understanding those kind of things on how you can help your clients through, if it's in their leave it zone, if they really don't like to do what you do and what your offer is, then you need to show them how you can alleviate the pain in your promise, because that's what they're going to buy. Excellent. So now, say you have somebody who is aware that they need to articulate the promise, probably know mm -hmm. what, what, what it is that they do but they just don't have the or they think they don't have the skills to articulate the promise what are your sort of top tips for somebody to actually first of all to get past this whole I, I can't articulate it mindset because I, I'm firmly of the belief that the best person to articulate the promise is usually the business owner or the, you know because they know it better than anybody else. So how do they get past the, the the mental block? And then how do they actually structure that process of diving in to, to, to pull out the bits that they need? Use that framework. So what is the problem? Write it down. Take one sheet of paper for each of these things. What's the problem? Write down all the problems you think you your client has. And then just write them all down. And then the next piece is how do you uniquely solve them? And I usually like to put in my actionable steps beside each of the problems so, so that you're forming this out. And what does their life look like better? So you can either take one sheet of paper and divide it in three and just lay that out because that becomes the language that you use. And then we create what I call guiding principles. And guiding principles are around this idea where you want to have a theme and I'm going to, I'll just throw it back into our footwear stores. So we own some stores here in Canada called Shootopia. And our theme is look great and feel fantastic. So that's our promise in, in a nutshell, but in four words, right? So I call that a theme. And if I'm breaking out the theme, how do we do that? So first of all, you know, what, what do we want to do? We want to help people look great and feel fantastic, right? That's and, and the overarching theme of everything we do. And then how do we do that? Well, we have a whole sort of step and procedures that are in behind that, that everybody understands. It's like when they come in, how are they greeted? All this other sort of stuff, you know, and, 
how do we take them through the process of making them feel like I look great and feel fantastic so that they buy from us because that's the better life we're showing them. And then when they buy, they feel as though they've got great service. They've, they're walking out and they're looking back and they're saying, hmm, Shootopia is my favorite shoe store. And so I've taken this down. You can take promises into different languages because people feel and see and smell and all of that stuff as well. It's not just here. So what we've done with our promise, and I call it the heart of Shootopia model for that example, and we build heart models for um, different clients and stuff like that. But from what's your heart model? Our, our heart model of Shootopia is look great and feel fantastic. Well, what does that mean? It means, ooh, ah, and aha. Hmm. Well, when you think of ooh, like ooh, what do you think? Typically, you think, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm going, ooh, mm, I look pretty good. I want to give that experience to them, right? And when you think, ah, what do you think? It comes to your mind right away. It doesn't matter whether I'm talking shoes or anything else. It's like, ah, that's feel fantastic, right? It's like, ah, these feel fantastic. So I can get them in front of the mirror, give them the ooh feeling, give them the ah feeling, and then give them the aha feeling, which is the other nine letters. So we've summed it up in nine letters that are vocal and feeling as well. The aha is I finally found the perfect pair, the one that makes me look great and feel fantastic. Because usually if I look great, I don't feel great in them. And usually if I feel great, I don't always look great in them. So when we can merge that and bring that together, we've that's at the very heart and center of our business. And that's when we know we've delivered our promise. That's the promise, right? So, and when people say at the end of the day, they're at the till and they're like, this was awesome. I got the perfect pair. I'm going to go, you know, to my wedding, or I'm going to play some sports with my athletic shoes or go on the hike to, um, you know, the Himalayas, whatever the case is, because we're giving them a better life with that pair of shoes. It's like, I can, I'm going for a trip and I'm going to walk on cobblestones in Germany. And now I have the perfect pair. We're, we're, we're instilling that. So how are you instilling the promise with your business so that you can visualize them, make them smell something, make them hear something, make them see something with your business that's instilling the promise that you can do. And because you're showing them, you're saying, this is this is the problem. I need a pair of shoes. So I'm, I'm, I, my, I'm not happy with the shoes to go to Germany. And here's our step-by-step -step procedure. And when you come to the store, we're going to take you through, we're going to get you try on stuff. We're going to put you in front of the mirror. We're going to measure your feet, like all those different things, whatever it is for uniquely yours. So that you can have that feeling and then go to Germany and enjoy it. Excellent. So that's, that has the, I, I often talk about how so many people, you're always told, you know, people used to say, sell the, sell the features, not the benefits or, you know, yeah. benefits, not the features. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And that, those two things are get they're a nice start but they're not if you if you're selling features or benefits you, you're really not answering that question of you know what's the better life and I, I love the way you articulate it there because I always have this sort of the four-part thing of you have the the feature and what's the benefit of the feature okay we've got the basics but what does that allow you to do and so it's the experience which is as you say the better life and then we end that with the emotional impact of the experience and so it is taking the features and benefits those two extra steps makes such a huge difference because you're 
connecting with people in a way you know you talk about experiences and benefits they connect in a way that features and benefits just never will so now i mean a lot of times people can find the features themselves online now right like if we're mm-hmm. going to talk a pair of shoes they can get all the specifics they need if it's a four mil drop or if it's got if it's a wide fit or whatever the case they can get all that online they're coming into our store to try it on because they have a purpose in mind of how they want to use it and that's our job to find out what's that purpose and how can we deliver to you the best footwear in order to give that to you and when i look at it from simplifying entrepreneurship it's the same sort of thing most of my most of my clients are feeling overworked overwhelmed frustrated, all that sort of stuff. And so what what do we do? We use frameworks and systems and tools and conversations around cleaning that up to give you back your time and to give you back the things that you want to do, whether they're relationships or traveling or one of my clients, you know, hadn't been on a vacation in five years, more than three days, you know, so stuff like that. It's like, we need to work through that kind of thing. And, and, and when you're, when you're showing the pathway to that, that's the big thing with the promise, right? You need to give them empathy around the fact that you understand what it is they're going through, Yes. right? That empathy part is so important. Prove your professionalism in that middle and saying, I have the tools, the programs, the whatever it is, the action steps in order to deliver what it is you truly want. That's the promise. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I usually sort of say, you know, if you, if you articulate the problem and and a lot of time you you actually are, because you know what's going on, sometimes you articulate the problem better than the person that you're dealing with can. And I always tell the client, my clients that if you can articulate your client's problem better than they can, they're going to assume that you have the answer because, you know, oh, you've been there. Yay. Finally, somebody who understands me. And so it's that sort of thing. And then if you can articulate the answer, then the client assumes that you can deliver it. So those those are the things. Yeah. So uh, do you have, if if you were to have a very, very minute amount of time with somebody, what is your absolute top tip for finding that promise? when you're stuck what what's what's the one thing that will help people get unstuck do you think to get unstuck i think the the biggest thing is to truly understand what your client wants before you understand what their problems are and that's why we've been focusing more on that back end and i think a lot of times people focus more on the on the front end so for me if you start from what they want and work back to what are the problems that they're suffering because they want that, I think that's the best starting point. So in the conversations, whatever you're hearing from people that are talking to you of what they want, it's more important to listen and ask about what they want in life so that you can find out the methodology and the tools and whatever it is you need to deliver that to them because people buy a better life, right? They, they, they will buy to solve their problem, but ultimately they're buying to solve their problem because they want a better life. So if you start with what they want and work your way backwards, I think it's a better way to go. 
Excellent. <laughs> we, we really do. I, I, it's just always nice to have somebody who, who has that same sort of approach of back to basics. Just go yeah. back. It's, it's always the same thing. Isn't it? If you're stuck, go right back to the basics. And that's usually where the, the missing piece is for me. So before we wrap up, two, two last things to ask you. First of all, if somebody wants to connect with you to continue the conversation, to, to maybe work with you, what is the best place to find you and what would be the first step for them? Well, like you said, back to basics. And that is the name of my business, Simplifying Entrepreneurship. So if you Google simplifying entrepreneurship you'll basically find my business where it's simplifyingentrepreneurship.com you'll find me you'll find our podcast uh, you'll find all sorts of other things my name's pete moore m-o-h-r on linkedin the most uh but it's pretty easy to find me out there if you just either type in my name m-o-h-r pete moore or simplifying entrepreneurship and i will show up there for you love to have a chat with anybody who's interested in continuing on the conversations from today Excellent. And I will also include your details in the show notes so people will be able to connect from wherever they, they're listening. Awesome. So. And, you know, Gail, um, one of the other things, I mean, I mentioned earlier about my planner, if anybody wants to download the planner, but one of the things that um, I find is really valuable uh, is we have a business assessment at simplifyingentrepreneurship.com too. It's right up in the upper right-hand corner. You can't miss it. It says, take the business assessment. Uh, but that business assessment takes about 10 minutes and it really lets you know sort of what you're doing well and what you need to work on for the next year. And there's no commitment really uh, with that at all. It's free uh, and you can just download it. But what it'll do is it'll uniquely give you back around 40 or so PDF pages worth of information on the stuff that is either green lighted for you saying, yep, I'm doing good and I feel good or red lighted, which gives you some pause for thought as to maybe what you need to work on uh, over the next year as we're coming up to the end of the year here. Absolutely. I think that's a fantastic tool, especially as you say, this time of year, it, it really is. But realistically, anytime you're stuck, yeah. I think I, I, it's sure. it's far too easy to do this sort of thing once a year in December or January, depending oh, on yeah. how organized you are. <laughs> and spend <laughs> the rest of the year just stuck in yeah. the mire and, and forgetting it. It's like, I've done it and, and I'm not going to do it again until next year. I think it's it's something... I do find that, you know, planning and keeping your eye on that, that plan and making it a living document is really a, a it has to be. process. You know, slow and steady growth is the way. Excellent. Now then, before we wrap up, I always ask the same last question of everybody. Mm. So <laughs> the last question is, is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about? And you know, um, we have a ton of things to talk about, Gail. I think we have a lot of similarities. And uh, for the most part, maybe we save them for another episode. But from, from my side of things, I think we want to wrap up here today by if you're feeling a little bit unclear, because one of the things that's happened here since COVID in the last two or three years is that if you've been at it for a while, maybe your promise that you have that you've written some of your mission statements and visions and guiding principles and all that sort of stuff need to be relooked at. Maybe they've changed. Maybe they've tweaked. Maybe what your customer wanted four years ago is a little bit different than what they want today. 
So have you set up, have you morphed that a little bit? Is it time to change a couple of things? Are people still buying your legacy products? Are, do you have the right people to give the service that your customer now wants that their promise may have changed a little bit? So hopefully this conversation today around understanding your promise, honing your promise will lead to think about the product, your process, your people, and most of all, your profit. Because without profit, it's hard to lead a better life as an entrepreneur. Excellent. That really does bring us back full circle because the thing that I was thinking there is the person whose wants and needs may also have changed is in fact the business owner. Because, you know, we've all been through those two years of COVID. We've all had complete upheaval. And so it's... It really is right back to that first question, is what you want now still what you wanted two years ago? So it, it really does take you to full circle on that whole conversation. So, yes, I, I think we definitely have more to talk about. And, and I'm <laughs> there's, there's, there's no always to more to talk it. about. We, <laughs> we have to get you back for another episode. So, so that we can talk it. about some of these other steps in the in the process. Mm-hmm because we do have so much where we are, as I said, we're singing from the same song sheet. We really do take a very similar approach. So I'd really love to dive into some more of that. But for today, all that remains is to say thank you very much for your time, Pete. And I just, do you want to just sign off? Sure. Yeah. I just, um, thanks to all of our listeners today. It's been a pleasure and hopefully you've garnered something here from our great conversation. So I'll just say to everybody, as I always end my podcast as well, make it a great day. Excellent.